creating cultural awareness and understanding. This is Culture Click. Culture Click is written and produced by KQALFM on the campus of Winona State University. Get ready, Winona, because this episode of Culture Click is going to showcase an exhibition by Winona State University's Professor Patrick Lichty. Born in Ohio, spending a chunk of his professional life in the Arab Kingdom as well as working on projects such as the Yes Men, Terminal Time, Critical Art, and much more, he's come to the Winona County Historical Society to share some of the insights on the power of AI technology. I'm Del Malzate, and we're proud to sit down with Patrick as we discuss his showing of Winona Revisioned today on Culture Click. Here we go. Okay. So, first off, how was your day? My day was pretty good, actually. It was st- I actually wound up dropping off some of the uh, work that we're going to be talking about over at the Winona County Historical Society, and they seem to be pretty excited about things. Nice, nice. Um, first off, where, um, where is this uh, first show going to take place? So this first show is going to be at the Winona County Historical Society over on, um, uh, let's see here, over on Johnson in Winona Lovely Winona, Minnesota. It's going to be uh, the opening be from 4 to 6 p.m. on the 11th of August. Cool. So, like, what is this show going to feature? Okay, well, the show is called Winona Revisioned. And yeah. so, um, so a lot of students who have been working with me a lot here in the uh, mass communication department, especially uh, creative digital media here at Winona State, and I'm an assistant professor. Um, I'm doing a lot of research on artificial intelligence. And so I've been working with the, um, the historical society and doing about three or four different techniques. Um, I'll talk about the things that are more straightforward and then I'll talk about the last one, is that I've been going through the archives and then um, there are, you know some of these some of these computer programs uh, that you've probably heard about, where you can type something in or send an image into it, and it'll process it and bring something back using artificial intelligence. So uh, there's a lot of them, like Dolly and um, Runway, and I use this one called Midjourney. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So so what I did is I used about three or four different techniques on this. One, um, you can send it an image, and you can tell it to describe it and it'll look at the thing and it'll say, oh, you know, it's like, it's, there's like, it's like an antique photograph in this style and, you know, with a, with a steamboat in it and all these sorts of things. Yeah. And here's the, here's, you know, the, how wide, how tall it is. So what I did is it'd give you four versions of that and I would feed all four of them back in. I'd get 16 different things and I'd get the thing that I thought was, Maybe sort of the closest thing to it, like, but they're all really weird. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, you know right? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, one was like an old picture of, uh, you know, the steamboat landing, you know, and I learned so many things about Winona, like, um, you know, there used to be a swing bridge, you know, over the over the river and uh, yeah. there used to be like a little, um, you know, a little switchback road going up to the uh bridge going over the river rather than going straight up for a long time. So I learned so much about Winona, actually. It was really kind of cool. And this Phelps Hall where we're at used to be called the Normal School. And now I'm calling it the Abnormal School. But uh, anyway, yeah, exactly. (laughs) But, you know, I told it to give me Phelps Hall. 
and it looked like something out of Harry Potter, which, of course, we all know it is. So um, the other one is that um, um, I would give it an image and say, give it to me in the style of the famous architect Frank Lloyd Wright. So I've got one of the um, of the library, and it looks like it was I had it redone as if it was um, done by Frank Lloyd Wright. And it's actually pretty cool, you know. Um, so uh, that's that's that. But the one that's the um, oh, and I've also been going through and like um, um, taking these images and going into some uh, you know some programs like you and I know Illustrator and having them trace do outlining and that sort of thing and i have robotic drawing machines and i'm having them do these sketches of these different places from around winona and i'll yeah. be i'll be demonstrating that uh, the last one that's really weird there's there's this um there's a scandinavian artist who built this machine called paragraphica but the thing is is that it's um it's 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 a camera without a lens so it senses your gps the date, the temperature, where you're at, what's near you, and all that, and it gives you, you know, what they call an artificial intelligence, a prompt, you know, that you feed in there, and then it it gives you back something. And so most of the time, it's just absolutely completely rubbish. But what I do is I'll go and I'll tweak it a little bit, and then I get something back that looks like it might sort of look a little bit like Winona. And um, my favorite one is, um, so here in Winona, we have these, um, um, I forget which company it is, but down on 3rd Street, all the, all those silos. Yeah. Yeah, you have all those concrete silos. So I said, I, I took a picture down there, and I said that, and I said, you know, show this. And it, uh, it gave me like, like farm silos. Really? Yeah. So you just give it a, so you just give it a picture and... Well, no, no, it, it, and I'm not even giving a picture. I'm just, it's this thing that it, um, you can also use your computer to do it. So it just take your GPS location, right? time, date, everything, and it just give a description of the area just based on where you're at and everything. Oh. And then you feed that in. And then what happens is that it gives you back an image. And for the most part, it's really kind of, you know, doesn't really have anything to do with it. So I would go and I'd mess with it a little bit and and make it so it looks a little bit more like where it's supposed to be. But, you know, so I'm showing these different things, um, which in a way uh, I want to do two things. On one hand, you know, I want to talk about how as a relatively new resident of Winona, you know, I took a great interest in the, uh, in the history and, uh, um, the geography of, of the place and worked with the historical society to, you know, make these pieces of work. And then also to say, we're putting a lot of faith in artificial intelligence. Um, and I use this analogy is that artificial intelligence is no match for natural stupidity. Um, but, but what the deal is, is that it's this, is that it's, it's really inaccurate. If you tell it two times three, it'll say that it's, like it, metaphorically, like three five point seven three five five, and I said, ah, it's okay, that's close enough, you know, yeah. because the technology is so going. It's not right. it's not one hundred percent accurate, but yeah, which is fine until your automatically driven car goes, you know, over the uh, you know over the uh, I ninety four bridge, right? 
you know, because, you know, it's, oh, oh, well, you know, it should have been six, you know, but, uh, you know, the technologies, you know. So, um, yeah, so I think really what I'm trying to do is kind of having a little bit of a, a fun discussion about uh, Winona and artificial intelligence and, you know, maybe a little bit of uh, uh, fantastic imagery. Nice. That's interesting. So, yeah. So what would you say would be the purpose of showing of showing off this uh, AI to with? So what would so? Okay, um, I'm I'm putting this trying to put this together in the proper way. It's like okay, um, okay, Patrick, what's the use of this? I said, uh, <laughs> no, okay, <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, on one hand, I think that in popular culture and in the news, you know that this is. There's a lot of controversy about the uh, about this. Is this going to destroy the arts? Is this uh, going to completely upend society? Right. Is this going to you know? Are we going to be bowing to our robot overlords? Um, you know, I so I should probably be sounding a little bit more serious, but I'm I actually there are some people who uh, somebody asked me the other day whether whether the Q conspiracy was an artificial intelligence uh, uh, thing. I'm just going to leave it at that. But anyways, <laughs> what happens is this, is that I'm saying that um, artificial intelligence is something that's, it looks, in the, the results we get uh, look pretty good, but it's something that's so complex that sometimes it looks indistinguishable from magic. And, um, you know, it's, uh, there's there's no human consciousness to it there's no subjectivity to it you know it does learn but the thing is is that you know it's 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 interesting it's pretty it gives us interesting answers but it doesn't have any soul yeah so yeah and i think on one hand i think it's interesting to see what the creative possibilities of this are while having a good critical conversation about saying that it isn't a replacement for human beings and I would say third, if you want to say that, is that within creative digital media, of course, here at uh, Winona State's uh, Mass Comm Department, of which we are a part, uh, we have a very nice little AI research cluster that we have a partnership with uh, the creative, um, the Center for Digital uh, Narrative in University of Norway. And uh, we have a lot of great discussions about AI, and we have a lot of people here in in MassCom who know a lot about AI. And I think this is one way, you know, I can help tell kind of the region that we really actually do have a lot of um, minds here who are working in very innovative ways here at Winona State. In a way that won't, you know, have us uh, bending a knee to our <coughs> metal overlords who will overthrow the government in our creative, uh, in the creative department. I make no guarantees. <laughs> <laughs> at least we'll have our hand on the lever which will be good yeah so, okay. <laughs> so have you done uh showcases like these in the past um let's see here um yeah actually there's a um there's a kind of reverse engineered show that i've done is uh there's a project that i've been doing called studio visits which um i started working on and it's actually a exhibition catalog, which is getting published here uh, soon, which is um, a human curator, me, um, kind of fictionally visiting 50 um, artificial artists 
in their in their studios. So I generated their artist statements, their names in GPT-4, and which is uh, which is an AI text-based generated thing. And then and then I put the, those um, things. And I said, give me a picture for the studio for the artist with this um, artist statement. Oh, and yes. then and the funny thing is, is that there's no person sitting in any of them. They're all empty. So you're just talking to a bunch of empty. Well, they're artificially they're, well, generated. They're, they're 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 completely digital. They have no bodies. That's yeah. right. But uh, you know that that's been that that show's been talked about at uh, uh, the Center for Media and Art at uh, in Karlsruhe, Germany, and it's been in the Brooklyn Rail, and it's it's gotten a lot of publicity. So it's been nice. Yeah. Yeah. I remember um, my first experience with ChatGBT, which the browser that I currently use, Opera GX, is, has been integrating in, into its browser software. Oh, nice. And um, one of the things I a- asked it to do is is write a write a two minute script involving um, a giant war war mech wearing a, a traditional Japanese made ca- made cafe uniform. I'm not sure I want to go there, but that's <laughs> that <was> certainly <laughs> quite interesting. <laughs> and it did. That was the best thing I've ever read. Of course. All day. Of course. Of course. You know, these things give you a chuckle now, don't they? They do give. Yeah. They do. So what inspires you to engage in this sort of activity? Well, actually, um, I've been working in, um, you know, scholarship of digital culture and new media art probably for about 30 years, shown around the world. I, I've got a you know, done a few things. And um, my, really the thing that I do a lot is I work a lot in what they call uh, emerging genres. And um, because there's this media philosopher by the name of Marshall McLuhan who always said that artists are sort of like the advanced scouts for culture. And I I always believed that. So, um, you know, I, I like exploring uh, the edges of of creativity, I think, and uh, because a couple things. On one hand, it gets gives me an idea of what might be coming down the future, and then the thing is, is that for my students and and all that, is that um, you know I like to try to show people what they might be uh, having to work with five years out, you know. So you know, it makes it, it makes. Winona State a more you know innovative innovative place and um, hopefully makes our students um, more um, uh, more aggressive in the workforce. Yeah, because you got because kind of like changing it up a bit, making it giving it a few innovative innovative tweaks. Exactly, exactly. And I believe there's a quote that you mentioned early earlier when we were talking at one point about innovation versus um, invention. Yeah, 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 and. Uh, Innovation, Guy Kawasaki in a TED Talk, he does a really great discussion about um, innovation, like the uh, the refrigerator basically became, it started out as a box with a piece of ice in it, and then somebody put a fan in it, and then put, somebody put more stuff in it, and now we have, you know, now we have these things, and AI may be a bit more of an invention, you know, and, and inventions are more disruptive. Right. You know, so the thing is, is that I think on one hand, um, maybe it's a little easier to make money off of innovation. But uh, on the other hand, is that um, maybe learning 
about the latest invention will keep you in your job. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no, pro I mean, there's no, there's nothing stopping you from at least learning how it works. Right, right, right. And I think really when we're involved in, um, I mean, myself as an artist, um, you know, when I'm dealing with culture, um, you know, technology is uh, so intrinsically tied to culture. Um, you know, it's, I think it's really, uh, something that, uh, I take upon myself to, uh, try to keep up with and then basically comment on that through my work, you know, in order to, um, be a, be a commentator on the, uh, on, on the current day. Right. <laughs> anyway. Nice. That's, in, that's really interesting. And how you even go as well, go as far as to mentioned how uh, AI as cool as it sounds might might be seem may, might be more closer to an invention than an innovation like just what you were mentioning with the fringe. yeah but it, it isn't it isn't that new I mean yeah, yeah. was it 19 uh, late 1950s and that sort of thing uh, um, I for I forget uh, I believe Stanford um, a number of uh, shall we say big heads got together to start thinking about, you know, about artificial intelligence as we know it now. And, you know, there are just certain leaps and bounds of, uh, of, uh, of insight, I think, that have led us to this, this current day. But, uh, you know, um, the one thing I always wind up saying is that, um, you know, in a point where you're in a, in a point of technological disruption, there's a lot of... Um, um, there's a lot of creativity. There's a lot of interest. There's also a lot of uh, un, in you know um, unsureness. But I think on the other hand, is that these things tend to even out after a little bit, and um, you know then uh, uh, you know there there's some, there's some things that there's the good and the bad of it. But on the other hand, what happens is that it uh, um, it kind of reaches a, a, a state of equilibrium again until the next until the next tsunami comes. Yeah, like how uh, kind of like how uh, cryptocurrency was the biggest thing, and mm -hmm. and then it kind of settled down, and the next thing came, mm -hmm. and which is currently leading to a uh, a writer strike. Exactly, 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 exactly. I mean. Um, you know, we're already getting students who are writing um, commentaries and essays and giving them to us, you know, that were written by chat, chat GPT here yeah. already here at, 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 we're getting them. We're getting, yeah, them. yeah, they're, they're here. And what, you know, and we've got stuff that, that, you know, that detects it pretty well, but you know, it's, a, it's an arms race. And, but, you know, this is, you know, beyond the idea of, fighting over whether uh, we're going to put artists out of business or whether a student's going to get a grade or something like that. I, I really think it's much more interesting that, you know, there's this technology that's uh, that's changing culture. Yeah. Yeah. I've even just, re just this morning, I was, I was hearing about this one specific YouTuber who has um, started a, a second YouTube channel and that whole YouTube channel is ran by AI. Sure. And it has, it's been doing well. Well, Spotify DJs. Yeah. You know, Spotify DJs are AI. So there you go.
There we go. Yeah. Now, steering this conversation to somewhere more different, would you consider the, the, con- the controversial conundrum of cereal identifying under the category of soup? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. That's here. Now, okay. Run this by me one more time. Okay. So, so basically, are you... Are, are, Okay, there's this controversial, controversial conundrum, which I I think is a a, a, um, a, a fantastic phrase, um, but the idea of cereal as soup. Now that's very interesting if you think about it, because you know you have liquid involved, and you have a spoon involved, and you have a bowl involved, but however the thing is is that you have to look at the nature of the contents to think about whether it's soup or, you know, whether it's, whether it's not. So say, for example, there are sweet soups, but also on the other hand is that, um, you know, most soups are savory. So, you know, there's, there's like a milk base versus like a cream base. And then the other thing is, is that then you might have a broth, but you know, what's in there is that it's usually like meat or vegetables or something like that. But you have to consider the notion of the word cereal. And those cereals are largely grain-based. So the thing is, is that, are you going to say that you're going to have a grain-based soup? There aren't too many. The thing is, is if you're talking about barley vegetable, but if you had barley vegetable with a cream with a cream base and it have it be sweet, then you might have the idea and then have it be cold. Then you might get in the territory but the thing is is that you're usually looking at the idea of you know you've got um you know you've got um spanish tomato soup what what do you, what do you call that um it's cold oh um you know so that's that but it's not sweet it's you know it's savory and that sort of thing and then but on the other hand you know so i think usually what you're talking about is usually something that has you know a grain base with some fruit Often sweet, cold. Uh, oh, you know what? We can't even say that because we could say oatmeal. Yeah, oatmeal. For God's sake, you know. So we're talking about oatmeal, which could be savory, rarely not, but we call it hot cereal. It's hot cereal. So the thing is, I think really, you know, you know, I think that you've come upon a really kind of blurry <laughs> sort of line here that I think that there's that that. Um, we should we should take that we should take this on Fox News. This would be really great. <laughs> you know, see what they see what they do with that. Right. Yeah. 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 So, but I think that we kind of have some blurry lines towards this cold, sweet, you know, grain-based thing. Maybe some fruit and that sort of thing, an occasional small animal. Um, you know, but what happened? You very rarely do you have small animals in in cereal. But then on the other hand, is that you usually have larger animals. In soup, you know, like livestock, but not the whole one, yeah. because that'd be really um, that'd be a bigger inconvenient. And um, but the thing is, it's often you know it's like a either cream or broth based and all that. So, but anyway, we've gone too far on this, but um, <laughs> you know, but you know, you you got a you got me involved in quite an analysis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of taking a break from no, from the matter at hand to talk about quite the query. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, it's like Frankenberry. Okay. (laughs) 
What's uh, next, Dylan? Going back on topic. All right. What What do you hope that audience members would get out of your discussion or just your art? Um, I think I, I I hope that the audience will come away with a certain um, a certain bemusement, uh, a little bit of entertainment. The idea that um, maybe they'll have learned something about you know this this new genre of technology. Um, but in a way that isn't threatening and, um, you know, maybe, uh, maybe as an invitation for them to, you know, um, engage in a bit of curiosity on their own. So like engaging their curiosity, you know, like practicing their own forms of AI, like writing or kind of, or like what you said, or how you use mid journey or that, that one, the one where you like describe your, lo- your current location. Yeah. Which, which I think is totally strange. Yeah, and actually, I mean, I think a lot of these, you know, image making is more about writing than it is about, you know, than it's about images. But you know, that's kind of a that's kind of an avant garde perspective. Um, but you know, um, I don't know. I think that there there are a lot of people who know about this around here, but I I know that there are a lot of people who don't. I mean, in in my classes, I have a lot of students. You know, I've never heard of this before, and so. Um, you know, I'm, I think what I'm doing is I'm trying to, in a playful way, bring um, innovation through kind of the um, channel of, uh, you know, our program here to and the and the historical society. By the way, uh, you know, Jennifer and Andy and Anna have been fantastic to work with. And, um, you know, I really recommend going there because they're just they're just such a great resource. Um, yeah. And, and I, I just think that. Um, you know, I just, I, I just think that um, this is something that is emerging. It's going to be very important to our culture, and um, you know, and I don't think a lot of people know that Winona actually has a, you know, small, you know, intellectual center, um, you know, based around the study of, of of these things, and I think that may surprise a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's, it sounds surprising to me, uh, honestly. But I understand, and I understand that deep that Winona as a community that we have a deep knowledgeable center. Yeah, we have. Oh, we know a couple things. I mean, it's I mean, it's a college town for goodness' sake. Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, you know, colleges are are centers of uh, generation of knowledge. Yeah, we would like to think. I would like to think that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> now. Does this kind of type of work tie into your occupation or would you consider this to be more of a personal hobby that you want that you want to share? Um, it's there's the idea of vocation, avocation, et cetera. I mean, I'm a I'm a I'm a media artist and, and producer. So this is the thing that I do that I wind up teaching. So, you know, what's vocation, what's avocation? Um I think they switch back and forth at times. I think being that this is a teaching college, I think that uh, the college would like to say, so your teaching is, of course, your 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 primary thing, and it is. But, um, you know, this is the study of the thing that I wind up bringing to the classroom. And I wind up, uh, you know, bringing to the intellectual and creative world. So, you know, whether this is, no, it's definitely not a hobby. So it's more of so it's more of something that you end up teaching in class. Yep. Sweet. And um, uh, do you have plans to do more of these shows in the near, in the near future? 
Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do. Um, let's see. The The Studio Visits show will be part of the Wrong Biennial in Alicante, Spain, um, starting in November. I have elements of artificial intelligence. Um, that's part of the other show that we're going to be talking about um, soon called uh, Googled Earth, which involves um, VR and artificial intelligence that I have been working on involving with uh, my wife, uh, Nagina Tasabian. Um, you know, so that will be um, at the at the Watkins Gallery starting on the 16th. And, um, you know, based on based on these things going forward, uh, I have a couple projects um, in the works. Um, I'll just say one thing that's really interesting is that I'm finding radically different um, results from one thing like you know from uh, from versions of this program called Midjourney, and then this other one by uh, Musk's OpenAI called Dolly, and uh, you know these other things. You know, you get really radically different results, and I'm I'm starting to study that, and I think that's very interesting, and that'll probably be another show in itself. And then I'm starting to use this stuff in virtual reality. Yeah. So it's getting it's 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 getting a little off the rails at times. I mean, if you're if you're not if you're not having a show that goes a little off the rails, and I mean, yeah. So anyway, I I am talking a bit uh, informally, but, you know, but what happens is the fact that uh, um, you know these the, these things are being written up in in you know by global critics and that sort of thing, and it's uh, it's been very good. And the other thing is is that you know we have other artists, you know. Here, like Talon Mehmet, who's you know doing amazing, um, you know who's doing amazing work in AI himself, and it'd be great if you know he could talk about that himself. But you know that might get a little bit far afield. But you know we have we have a lot of really interesting people doing AI here and in, in at the at the university. Awesome. So to either keep up with uh, kind of where you're at or find more of your work, what would you? Um, where would you direct people to find more of that? Okay, to learn more about what I'm doing, I'd say in general at the moment, probably just do a good, you know, do a, a Google search. I'm reworking my website, which is uh, patricklichty.com. I have a lot of work at patlichty, P-A-T-L-I-C-H-T-Y.com, but I'm going to be moving towards patricklichty.com. And probably one of the best places to find out about what I'm doing at the moment is my Instagram, which is P-A-T-L-I-C-H-T-Y underscore art. Oh, is there any other final plugs that you'd like that you'd like to make before? <coughs> well, uh, regarding plugs, um, I would like to say that um, um, a 220 volt plug is uh, much larger than a uh, 110 volt plug. And, um, you know, and it's um not as easy to shock yourself on and uh, <laughs> you know and and I, in that case i'd say thank god for british colonialism but um let's see here. no um sorry anyway <laughs> plugs um <laughs> i was trying plugs, so hard no, not, no. not to laugh uh, i know it's yeah, yeah so anyway we're we're you know uh, we know each other it's fine yeah. um so plugs i think that uh, for uh, at this point, I'd say 
come down to see, um, come down to the opening at the Winona County Historical Society on the 11th. Um, from four to six, I'll be giving a talk on the, uh, at five o'clock, I'll be doing some live demonstrations. There'll be some student work up during the month. It'll be up until the 24th. And then uh, on the 16th, uh, my wife, Nagin Etasabian and I are going to have our show Googled Earth, um, which is uh, another story in itself, on the 16th at the Watkins Gallery and um, at uh, the um, art department at Winona State University. Awesome. And we'll be sure to uh, keep up with you and your whereabouts when uh, Google Earth. Yes. Yeah. So thank you. Okay. Thanks so much. A huge thanks to Patrick for joining us on today's episode of Culture Click. Be sure to check out Winona Revision this weekend, August 11th until September 24th at the Winona County Historical Society. To check out more from Professor Lichty, follow him on Instagram at patlichty underscore art or his website at patlichty.com. I'm Dylan Alzate, and for more talks about Winona or the surrounding Midwest area, tune in to Culture Click every Thursdays at 12.30 p.m. here on 89.5 KQAL. On the app, online at kqal.org, on your favorite smart speaker, or wherever you get your general pod stuffs. Creating cultural awareness and understanding. You've been listening to Culture Click. Support for Culture Click is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Culture Click is produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. For more information, look us up on the web at kqal.org. And thanks for listening to Culture Click. <laughs>